Hello, and welcome to a Walk of Faith podcast. I'm Maribel Mayorga, and I'm on a mission. I hope to orient and guide you through your journey of faith. But I cannot do it alone, so we will go through it together with the help of many friends. You may have a lot of questions, which is totally normal. In fact, I am happy that you have them. So don't worry, we're going to cover them and help you so that you don't feel alone. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. So my guest today is a special friend that I have in my heart. <laughs> and I met him last year, only last year already. His name is Kike Delgado, or you can call him Luis Enrique Delgado. I call him Kike, as you wish. He's really well known in all like communication aspect, faith communication, design. Uh, he's a creative missionary as well. Um, he has a talent and a gift. He's the founder of Take Me Back, Take Me Back Lab as well. And he is a genius in all aspects. Now, how can we put this faith, our Catholic faith, into this social media, into this digital world? And I met him last year, last year at the, through a program through the Castro of Communication. And the first time I remember when I saw him, I'm like, this guy, he has a talent. And I hope he knows he has talent because he we need that talent for God's glory. So welcome. Welcome, my dear friend, Kike. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm really excited for you um, to be here. Thank you so much. I'm very excited, especially to, to hear about you, about your project. And oh, my God, this is interesting. How, how do you see me? It's <laughs> <laughs> It's you and the optical we have. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's an honor to be here and to yeah to have like this conversation. And I hope we can spread the word in different ways, and especially like inspire new vocations for the kingdom and to motivate people to start a journey. I don't know what kind of journey, but to start a journey and to find out what the Lord is calling them to to do. Amen. Amen. So for those who don't know you, can you please uh, just present yourself a little bit? Wow, where to start? No, kidding. <laughs> start from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> the no, beginning God created. The... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, maybe it's a lot, but not, not everything is relevant. I would say that my, my personal journey actually started uh, in a community of a traditional parish here in Mexico and in Mexico. Uh, it's funny because uh, I grew up and I lived in a kind of normal city, like not a huge city, not very relevant, not, uh, neither in terms of like the cultural aspect, but neither, neither the, the religious aspect, nor, sorry. It's funny because uh, I grew up in a city that is yeah, kind of weird, very normal, uh, small, and it's not so important, neither in the cultural aspect nor in the ecclesiastical aspect. So the parish uh, I belong to was really normal, but in 2013, if I remember well, yeah, I had the opportunity to participate the World Youth Day in Rio, and that was really I can imagine, like, as, uh, as the same for many people. It was really a life-changing experience for me. Uh, not only because it was the first time that I visited our country and, like, saw the Pope, like, 
mm-hmm. directly and listen to mm-hmm. him and so on. But especially because I saw in Brazil a different way of presenting our faith. You know, Brazil has an incredible context of diversity, uh, like an awakening, especially in that moment. I, I, I could say like there was a, a revival in terms of arts, in terms of culture, in terms of music, in terms of design. I could say also that the brand of the World Today in Rio, for me, has been one of the best brands developed and, and unfolded regarding like all the products, the, the merchandising, the graphics, the, all the things that need to be developed for, a, for a, such an event like this. For me, it was really, really like insane, you know, like something beyond what I what I knew in that time of my life. I I did a first uh, well some studies in visual arts, and then I did my bachelor. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My bachelor in graphic design, but then I moved again. <laughs> I started. Industrial design, which is more uh, related to processes, products in general, but also experiences. And the thing that was like a confirmation in terms of career for me was that, well, in the in the space of arts, you have, of course, a, a huge heritage of arts, uh, both like in cultural for Mexico, in cultural aspect. And of course, the church has been like the leader for many years. Maybe not now, but in one time, <laughs> leader was the church. In, uh, sorry, the church was the leader in terms of, of creative production and cultural production. But then we have like the sphere of graphic design, which is great. And is much of the things I do at the end feel or are visible as, as something graphic. But then I found industrial design, as I mentioned, that is more integral, I could say. Like it goes beyond uh, communication, it goes beyond uh, even the product, it goes to the brand, yes, but the experience of the user, the merchandising. Well, I had like the opportunity to, to study many things, even like interiorism, fashion within the career or, or of, of industrial design here in Mexico. Well, that's like, like some background. So when I was in the world today, for me, it was shocking to see like this awakening church using so many things and so many fields of, of design and creativity and communication for the glory of God. So if I push like forward to the chapters of my series, <laughs> After after that encounter, not only with the Pope and with the International Church, I could say in the, uh, I, I can say in this moment that at that time I had an encounter also with beauty and with creativity, and that uh, and for me that was really important in that in my life because I had a crisis a crisis like many people in their uh, teenage. I can say now that I have an encounter with creativity and beauty. And of course, that encounter with creativity and beauty turns into a crisis when I was a teenager, as many Catholics, maybe, or or not even not even Catholics, like all the people, you know, like this 
this matter of growing up and trying to figure out what to do with your life and so on. So I was trying to, to reframe my career as a designer with all my dreams, with all, all my desires. Now with this new component of how can I bring beauty and creativity and all these aspects that really mm, cross my heart and really change something in me to my local church. But also I need to say in that moment, and this is this is why the World Day for me was so important. I hope to see you in Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> but in that in that moment, the World Day in Rio, the final message, or I think it was like the official uh, Bible verse of the of the that edition. It was go and make disciples in all the world, something like that. You you remember that Bible verse? Well, I remember it in Spanish. But the calling for a missionary life was very intentional and was very explicit. And for me, it wasn't about repeating a Bible verse that I already knew in that moment. No, for me, it was like a confirmation of you need to do something with your life. And you need to believe that the Lord is calling you to go to the world to make disciples. But not only preaching, well, in my case, that was like my personal discernment. No, not preaching, not giving retreats that I, of course i totally respect those who who go in a missionary life but with those with that style but in my case the calling was like a question mark maybe i know what to do but how to do was the challenge for me how to do it was the challenge for me so uh, i started like my journey trying to offer a service as an agency in that immediately when I came back to Mexico, I started to offer with a name, a random name, a services of design, design services as an agency. Because I saw in Brazil, many agencies like with different talents uh, for video making, graphic design, product design, even stage design, like many things. And in that, ridiculous moment of my life <laughs> I was trying to to do everything you know by my own but I think the same it, it's part of the journey to to get lost <laughs> to <try laughs> that's to, how we learn that's how we learn <laughs> yeah right and, and making mistakes and yeah it's totally how how we learn uh yeah so I started playing I could say uh to be like the agency when in reality it was only Kike, like trying to, to do something with his life. But of course, with the mistakes I, I did, with the, yeah, like the missionary failures, but also the, the entrepreneurship failures, because it was combined, my journey of entrepreneur, but also as a missionary. And for many, I could say for years, there was a very weird mixture because I didn't know where exactly to focus more. Like in the entrepreneurship world, I love to hear podcasts and read books and get get into the, the environment of uh, enterprises, innovation, creativity. Because, of course, design has much more to do with that world than with the church. Mm. And I love it. Like the culture, what's happening in the world. 
but the church, not only as an institution, like my personal journey in terms of my spiritual journey, my conversion and my process that, of course, is, is still going on, was like the passion, the, the, the ingredient of passion that put everything together as something weird. And, well, maybe the last chapters of this journey that is, as I said, is still going on. Is uh, well, I started uh, creating projects for clients, for dioceses, for musicians, for organizations. But the great part is that I always had the chance to create projects for like personal experimentation in terms of pastoral care or in terms of uh, even humor, like whatever. I always had and I, I always kept the chance to create projects like by my own. Mm. And those projects, like Take Me Back or now TMB Lab, were the kind of mm, failures or the kind of experiments that years later, some years later, the Jucat Foundation, I could say the Vatican too, now the, the team for communication for the Synod uh, and other projects, the, diocese, the, the Archdiocese of Mexico City, and some others, when they see these experiments and this journey, it's funny because they trust. <laughs> when they see that I have been like playing around design and faith and evangelization and exploration and social media and digital world and trends and many things, they think, well, maybe he will fail, maybe we, maybe he will succeed, but. He knows what he's doing, and I, I'm glad they think that. Of course, <laughs> because, you know. Because sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. No, of course you know. Well, it's well. all these experiences that you had, like it's not for nothing. <laughs> yeah, but what what I can maybe what I can highlight is a moment of of a ecclesial conversion. I could say after like six or seven years working, I had like some personal struggles with my health and different situations that led me to to rethink, okay, uh, do I want to continue in this journey, like trying to combine my career, but at the same time, I need this to, to become like a business, a successful business, but at the same time, I need to change the narratives, and I'm growing and like many things, you know. So at what what year was that? I don't remember, maybe four or five years ago. I had like these struggles and this rethinking and this reconversion process. And it was really, really beautiful how the Lord mm, led me to yeah, to I I can say like a path of, of a new conversion. Like for opening my horizons, I had the opportunity to study communication and compassion in India. And it was such an incredible experience. Was at the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah, for, was 2020. Uh, and it was interesting how we explored, yeah, like communication and all those topics that are like really passionate for me and interesting to, to go through it. But the best ingredient for me was exploring these paths of compassion. And the path of compassion for me was opened by a Buddhist 
there in, in India. Uh, an Hindu, an Hindu, yeah, an Hindu teacher, uh, and some of other Catholic fellows all around Laudato Si, like trying to find new ways to talk, not only talk about, but to make a, a, an impact and a change from communication, trying to impact uh, climate change and all those things. I need to be really honest, in that moment, I wasn't very into those topics of of ecology and sustainability and so on. But I found that also creativity is so needed in that field. I mean, we cannot repeat and repeat and repeat with green campaigns that ecological conversion is needed. Even with this great document of Lato C and the others that follow it, Fratelli Tutti and the other documents, uh, I found like a, a really good cause to fight for with new styles, with new narratives, with new projects. And I found, of course, that ecology goes beyond creation and creation is also us. And we talked in that moment of like uh, cosmic theology and many things that uh, blow up my mind. Mm. And it's still like... A, a continuous process of conversion, of, of deconstruction, of re-understanding what I believe, but also trying to open it for a religious dialogue. Well, like many things. But that was another milestone, but not in terms of what I achieved. I can say another milestone in my story, in my love story with the Lord. He continued pushing me and believing and trusting and waiting for me to maybe not to do something, but to get closer to him. And every time we get closer to our Lord Jesus, like beautiful things happen. Mm -hmm. Every time we get closer, new inspirations, new expressions come up. And yeah, then miracles happen too. It's it's amazing how we see how God worked on you through um, all your experience and all like it's it's all based on like creative. I, I've seen from what I hear, it's all about creative. That's why you call yourself also creative missionary because right. a missionary yeah. doesn't just stick one place. You know, it goes from here or even like other countries too as well which this is what you did also as well. Not long ago, we're going to talk about that later. But you're you're also, um, like you said, you're studying many things. Um, God touched, touched your heart uh, because he knew like you, you have a talent. And for those of you who doesn't know, um, don't know, take me back, please go and have a look. What these guys are doing, because you have a team, these guys are doing are amazing with, they have a gift. <laughs> And all not just involving about the design, but also about the the evangelization, if I can say, the aspect of that. Uh, because it's let's say now it's sad to say, but it's modern for the Catholic Church to go that way, even though for us it's like it should be like that for <laughs> this kid, <laughs> this was it's supposed to be like that for many years before, but it's okay. We, we're we're still walking, we're walking together, right? Um, so I know you're proposing a lot of things 
beautiful things to to not just your local church, right? To many, like to the dicastery, to the Vatican, to all the, those uh, important um, institution, right? A Catholic uh, institution, which is beautiful to see, and it's beautiful to see that they accept it also, and that they agree with your talent. They do agree with what you do. Uh, and that's what's the most that for me, that is the most beautiful thing that I, I, I've talked because I'm like, yes, yes, we're, we're, we're moving. We're moving. Yeah, for me, too. Believe me, for me, too. <laughs> it's a confirmation. That's why you went through all that. <laughs> no. Yeah, really, because, of course, all this story can can um, feel like easy to to go through it or or kind of miraculous or or special but it is not i think uh, you repeat a lot and and i'm really happy that you confirmed that because when i met you that's one of your gifts like affirming people is something that we really need in in our ecclesial context and of course i have my own struggles with the need of being seen or the need of being uh, validated. When I started to to create projects for other brands or for other institutions that absolutely that are absolutely more important and more impactful than the projects that I can do by my own, I realized that that the the gear that I got is something that I need to sew every day and then let the time let the spirit harvest something beautiful with these seeds of creativity of beauty and let these seeds to reach other people other generations even like other other journeys as i said in the beginning we we need to promote it. Yes, we need to promote it. Not just it's it's within the church because we we usually often see promotion of the, of of many other things. <laughs> and why not the Catholic Church? You know why not right. everything that's happening in the Catholic Church? Because you know somebody told me one day, why do you want to promote your faith in the digital world? Mm. And I'm like, what? Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, why are you promoting promoting that soccer field? Why are you promoting right. sports? Why are you promoting that? This, this, it's the same thing. Our faith, we cannot yeah. just keep it for ourselves, right? And there's many ways to, I don't like to use promote, but to to put our our faith out there in the digital mm-hmm. media. And I remember that was one of the questions we had back then, um, last year. Uh, when we we went in the program together, it, is it yes or is it no? Should we all put our faith, our Catholic faith, in the social media? Yes or no? And this is something I wanted to ask you too as well. Should we? Because you're you're into the digital, you're into the digital, a hundred percent. If if some people say I don't know, I'm shy. Should we should we go and should we put our stuff like? And they have projects, you know, beautiful projects, you know, faith. Catholic faith uh, projects, but they shy. They don't know if they should use uh, these tools, everything that we have, not just social media, but the digital world. What would you say to them? 
Mm, it's interesting because, mm, yeah, like the digital world is something that is always, always changing. Mm. And it's true that there's a call to share faith, not as propaganda. Yes. There's something within our stories that feels or make us feel like the experience of reconciliation, redemption, even joy or happiness or community. Is there something in our life that helps us to experience that? We want to share it and we want the people we love to experience that too. So it's like a combination of mission and evangelization and trying to present the others with what we believe and need to be expressed in those platforms. I went to South Korea for uh, for a congress on communication in the digital world, but especially like for the aim of building peace in the digital context. I think especially now that we have like many things that take us away and far from peace, uh, it's important to talk about reconciliation, not only in terms of the war or even the church, but also, again, like the ecological crisis and many things are happening that, of course, I don't need to, to list them. Uh, but yeah, it was all about communication. It was all about uh, building peace in the digital world. And my participation was about, uh, well, I call my presentation Handmade Futures, <laughs> trying to present uh, a contemplative way of looking the world, especially the future, with hope, but with creativity. Looking the pioneers of different industries, such as architecture, uh, art, fashion, um, even like the, the movies are now appearing and which narratives are making a pattern in the culture. Well, I love to, to see and to contemplate and trying to understand cultural trends for sometimes from the field of consumption, but going deep, uh, but going deeper, I always find keys for evangelization and keys for understanding uh, the deep desires of our people and even sometimes when I understand or when I do like my research sometimes I find words to what I'm living that can express much better my longings my desires and so on and it's interesting because in such a context of like this global congress it was really, really interesting to see, yes, the variety of the different local churches, but at the same time, finding like in the digital world and for globalization and yeah, like for the K-pop culture and many other things, we are coming to a point of uh, shared challenges, you know, like some, sometimes I feel like what is happening in America or in Mexico is far from the European realities and it's not. Sometimes the challenges are the same uh, with some, of course, uh, variety of, of approaches. But the desires and the what we are looking for at the end is always kind of the same. So, yeah, my participation was about trends, about the 
translations we can make from a spiritual understandings of these longings into colors or materials or narratives that we can use for a more relevant evangelization, not using like the same words, especially, for example, in terms of uh, ecological conversion, I proposed, uh, yeah, continue talking about sustainability, but move from that narrative of keeping something or saving something, move from that to a regenerative culture, like trying to embrace the culture of healing that is much closer to the gospel and to the attitudes that Jesus had. Uh, so yeah, kind of that was my presentation there. <laughs> and and you said something really powerful here. Bring peace in the digital into a digital context, like say. That that's that's right. huge. Yeah. That that's huge. <laughs> uh because yes, it's 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 a it's a secular world into the digital world it's it's really everything everything and every, anything yeah. that we see into these into the digital world but how can we because because you say um your topic was like you know how can we look for hope uh within the creativity how can we use that how how i'm asking you now because yes i wasn't there for your presentation right <laughs> it was in south korea so but how how can we do that you know because Sometimes it's easy to lose hope, to be honest with you. Uh, but of yeah. course, we we be we're grounded in our faith. But now using creativity, that that's really interesting. Mm, well, the first idea that came to my mind is that there's no like such as a recipe or something that confirms or guarantees the mm -hmm. success of a campaign or a strategy and so on. No, uh, but there are some paths that we can try or we can explore. For example, there's one thing that is called a human-centered design. I don't want to bring like all the methodology, but it's interesting because the first step of that approach to, to creativity and to design, and it's interesting how the human-centered design proposes as a first step, a call to empathize. And it's interesting because now the church with this synodal process is talking about a listening church. And it's interesting how this approach of empathizing uh, for understanding better what the people need, at the end is listening, is taking the time to understand the reality of others and not trying to, to impose our truth or our moral our paths of conversion. No, it's all about slow down, asking and, and taking the time to really, really try to understand. I remember when I was in India, one of the simple ideas that uh, blew my mind was that taking the time for understanding others is love's other name. And it's something simple, but it's beautiful, like to find new ways even for love, you know, because sometimes loving what is different, what is adverse, what is cruel, it's very difficult for us as Catholics. But if we reimagine how love looks like, how mission looks like, how like many of the things that are in our vocabulary, 
if we take the time to reimagine how can we approach those realities, spiritual realities or human realities, we can find really like, I don't want to, to, to sound like superstitious or magical or something like that, but really when we take the time to, to approach from a different door, even like not the classic door we use for approaching people that is, we say that it's open, but, but sometimes it's open from inside, but with some regulations. I don't know. It's very weird how, how we approach culture. But yeah, this call for empathize and for listening our communities, the same. Maybe it doesn't warranty or it doesn't give you the next step. But if you take the time to understand, really, I can promise, and I'm placing my hands into fire. <laughs> really, when we take the time, we will find the next steps for every singular mission. It's not that we have like a, like a guideline for every digital ministry because everything is different. It's different the mission from a parish to a diocese or to the like a big event or something more local. Every project is different, and this approach, um, I hope it can be it, it can bring a different perspective of approaching reality. From, from what I I saw through your stories and through others too as well, I saw um, a beautiful, how can I say it? Not just testimonial, but like, uh, it was all about creation. <laughs> it, it's something that we don't see it, you know? And I, I think with you guys presented, because you were a lot of them, um, just the way and the content you presented brings a lot of hope mm. uh, because well the Catholic Church yes we, we there, there's hope needed there um, but it's beautiful to see uh, how God used all of you guys uh, and say there's hope there's hope and we're going to use our creativity for that mm. and and it's beautiful to see that because that's where we at <laughs> that's where we add uh to finish kike what uh do you have a special message to these young adults or people who, who are really interesting you know and going to like arts and design and or going through any communication to just spread the world of faith but i don't know how do you have any special message you know i love this quote from uh, pedro rupe he was one of the superiors uh, well in his time for the Society of Jesus and he said once I'm afraid that we bring yesterday's answer for today's world mm. so it was all about rhythm and trying to be relevant and being actual and being creative for, for the challenges every generation has. So my message would be contemplate the world you are in and try to do something beautiful with your life, with what you see, and show us what you see. Sometimes, yes, we are shy or we are afraid of, of opening our view, our, our way of understanding the world. But sometimes, literally, that's what we need another lenses for looking at reality with 
yeah, like a wider scope of understanding God, understanding mystery, understanding silence, understanding grief, and all the human experiences, I could say, are our source for evangelization. We don't need to be experts in nothing. I mean, if you have the opportunity to to train yourself in technical things or even like in theological things, it's great. But the most important is that you feel comfortable sharing what you see and how do you see reality. That's what really brings more freshness to our old walls in the church. And later in the in the journey, you will become expert in whatever, and that would be great. But the most important is that courage and like bravery of sharing your voice. Because when we trust in our own light, it's like we give permission to others to shine too and to enlighten the darkness. So yeah, that's what I can say. It's a beautiful message. It's a beautiful message to not be shy to share your voice as well, because your voice, we need your voice. <laughs> we need your creativity. Right. We need your creativity uh, because we, we all have it in different ways, in different ways. Yeah. We all have it. Um, but also it's not just for you. It's for the others as well. God mm -hmm. give you a gift. It's not just to keep it for you. It's for others. And so that you can inspire others as well. And you can help at the same time the Catholic Church. Yeah, <laughs> our, exactly. Yeah. Our, our faith, because we're a community. And it's something, some, and it's something that we often forget. Yeah. Sometimes we think it's me, myself, and I. I'm gonna put ourselves my I'm gonna put myself out there. But no, we're a community here. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we we don't work alone. Um, yes, we pray, we have our time of prayer. Sometimes it's alone, that's sometimes in a group, but um, you have to share. You have to share whatever you want to share mm -hmm. your creativity uh, for God's glory. Well, thank you so much. Thank you thank so much, you. Kiki. Thank you, Maribel. I, I, I love, all, of course, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Always, always, always. We can talk for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> I, I admire yeah. your talent. And thank you for sharing <laughs> your, you. your wisdom with us. Thank you. And especially... Yeah, thank you for this project because I think these kind of conversations um, can be very helpful for many people to to push that inner conversation that are happening and sometimes we prefer to silent them. Mm. And I'm really happy that you are opening these conversations and I hope that they inspire other people to also to embrace and to see like what the Lord is calling them to do. And thank you for accepting what the Lord called you to do. So thank you so much. We're here. We're here all together, <laughs> learning all together. <laughs> I'm wide open to God's will. So thank you so much, Kike. You're so nice and many blessings to you. Thank you. Bye. All right. That's it for this week's episode, my friends. If you have questions about anything we've spoken about here on the podcast today, I would love to hear from you. You can always connect with me on social media. I'm Maribel Mayorga on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But for now, I want to thank you so much for being part of today's journey. And I'm really grateful that you chose to spend your time with me. God bless you.